I've been attending a podcasting webinar recently and I was able to learn a lot from other podcasters, obviously from the webinar host, Pat Flynn. And I came back and I was reading through my stats, looking at um, what's going on in my podcast. And one thing that I realized is that in every single episode, I was checking each episode and its performance, uh, obviously how many download numbers, uh, location, how episodes perform the first seven days, uh, the first 30 days, etc. And one thing that I noticed was that as much as the podcast is being had to over 150 cities right now, in over, I think around 40 countries, if I'm not wrong, is that there's one city where, I, I don't know if it's a city or it's, uh, because I've Googled it, where I always get one download every single episode, regardless. And it's in France, I believe in one of the suburbs called Clichy. I don't know if I'm butchering the name, but um, I believe it's one person who always tunes in from that place because I only always get only one download from that specific place. From other places like San Jose, New York, Joburg, Durban. I get a couple of downloads, so it's really hard to tell when you're looking at your podcast analytics how many people actually listened to your podcast from a certain area. Because some people might listen it might listen to it twice, some people three times. So getting some information about your listeners is quite hard in the podcasting space. So we work a lot with download numbers and episode performance, etc. But from this specific place, I've always been getting one. So if that's you, keep up the good work. And make sure to reach out to me on social media. I'd like to get to know you. Anyway, let's jump straight right into today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast helping aspiring entrepreneurs level up their marketing. Here's your host, Augustine. Let the class begin. Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Marketing Podcast, Digital Marketing Tips and Insights, episode 138. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk about Google and Black Hat SEO. Now, if you've checked recently on my social media on Instagram, I recently posted a story uh, ranting about Google and Black Hat SEO and the confusion that uh, a lot of us have had in the recent week. Now, Google had some sort of presentation. Rather, there was a person from Google who was holding a presentation and marketers and different people were asking him questions on different topic. And obviously, SEO was, was one of them. And one person asked on how strict Google is uh, when it comes to Black Hat SEO, because sometimes you go to uh, page one on Google for such, for certain search terms and you see a website that is practicing some sort of Black Hat SEO, but they're still ranking high. 
And the answer Google gave was that um, there are there are actually a lot of people who practice black art SEO, and black art SEO is not necessarily illegal practice in the SEO space or in uh, website development and website SEO. It's not necessarily illegal, but it's against Google Webmaster guidelines, and that's why we don't practice black hat SEO. The opposite of that, what you should be practicing is white hat SEO, now following what Google wants you to have and do on your website. And then there's gray hat SEO, which is rather falls into the gray zone. Like it's not necessarily black hat, but at the same time, it's not necessarily white hat. And they talked, uh, his answer was that a lot of people practice black hat SEO. Obviously, the number has reduced because of uh, some of the co-updates that Google has done in the past that has affected a lot of the websites who have either tanked in their reach or gotten completely suspended from the search engine or an index, etc. different um, penalties. And he said that they are aware and they know this people who are doing black hat SEO and are ranking high. But the thing is, they also choose to ignore it. And this got a lot of people by surprise because if it's Google saying, we know that we know the people who are doing black hat SEO, but we, we sometimes choose to ignore it. And it kept me wondering, I don't know many people are wondering right now, right now um, if Google is ignoring, does it mean we can quote unquote legally cheat our way onto Google page one for certain uh, search terms. My answer to this is quite ambivalent. And um, because with Black Hat, yes, you can do, let's say, clocking, which is one for, uh, one way of doing a Black Hat where you the information that you provide to users on your website and... Uh, uh, Google crawler is different. Hear me out. An example of this is, uh, and as I share this, please do not go and do this. This is, this is only for educational purposes. Maybe most of you already know about it. So clocking is like when you, let's say you want to have a copy that is keyword stuffed or you have a blog article that doesn't really make sense, but you've just crafted it so that you can rank for certain keywords. If someone was to read it, they probably won't understand anything. So it could be just a bunch of words. And um, uh, since you're targeting one keyword, could be a long tail, long tail or a short tail keyword, you have it appearing severally in your H1s, in your content, etc. And as you publish that content or that article, you change the font color of that article to blend in with the background of your website. So pretty much in, uh, a normal person cannot see what's going on. They will obviously see if, let's say, the background of your website is white. Hashtag FFFFF. That's the code of white. So let's say if the background of your website is white, so you write this same article also in a white font. 
so that a normal human being cannot see that. But Google, as it's or any other search engine, as it's crawling through your website, they see that, and now you start ranking for that without interfering with the user experience. And you start ranking high, and you can notice this, you see someone really ranking high, but they don't necessarily have enough content on their website for them to rank high. Yes, you can have, let's say, one article on your website that makes you rank really high for a specific article, but you might find, let's say, they have like 500 words, a 500-word article, and they're ranking really high. But it doesn't mean that everyone who has 500 words uh, article ranking really high that they're doing this, not necessarily. But this is just to give you an example of what Black Hatch means. The other thing is like keyword stuffing, like I've mentioned. Um, there's uh, link farming, buying links, etc., backlinks. So there are various many ways. And why I say my opinion to this is very ambivalent is that, yes, you can practice some of these Black Hatch SEO tactics. And there are very many. And they will help your website rank really high in the short term. You're talking about in a span of a month, two months, three months, you start ranking at uh, first position or on Google page one for uh, most of these uh, prominent keywords, short, both short tail and long tail. But long term, I do not see the uh, longevity of of doing this because once Google starts cracking down on website, because I believe Google is just saying they ignore, but they actually, they, I believe the, they are aware, they see what's going on. But even if, if we compare the way Google rolls out its, um, its updates, its core updates, etc., with Google, there's never like a green light. Like tomorrow is when, um, the co-update will take place. It's usually in, 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 in a continuous form that they roll out one thing to the other. 2021, this year, they are rolling out uh, their search engine uh, algorithm update where they'll be focusing a lot on the co-web vitals, pretty much user experience. And as much as they might mention a year or a, a month, Google tends to roll these things out one after the other. Because think about it, if Google would have been telling us when exactly they'll roll out a certain update, if let's say, for example, it's March, on the 1st of March, core update is, uh, will be established, will be running, if your website is not um, loading faster, if your fast uh, contentful display, etc., everything that falls under core vitals is not working properly, then you should expect that your uh, reach and your website performance should tank. But not necessarily. Google tends to roll them out slowly. And that's what I believe also when it comes to people doing black hat. I believe Google sees. And I believe Google. Because you might be doing black hat and not necessarily know what's going on. Because I don't believe everyone is aware uh, of what black hat or white hat SEO is. You might be doing that and you're not really aware. And I believe Google is cracking down slowly. One by one. They see what you're up to. 
and what to what extent you are willing to go with your quote unquote black hat techniques and then if they notice that it's something you're using in the long term stop you over from uh, penalize you either one way or the other so i don't see the benefit just in case you're wondering i don't see the benefit of doing a uh, black hat it's best to do white hat so you, you're rather on the safe side of google um you don't need to always panic about your website because it doesn't really help if you grow your website and it could be a blog it could be a business and you grow it for a long time only for google to come and shut it down for example so you kind of lose the progress of well, what you did in the long run it's like buying uh it's like buying followers or likes get what i'm saying you lose the um traction that you are generating with what you had and ranking takes a lot of time uh to rank for certain keywords it takes especially for a new website and that's all i say if you have any idea of let's say a website that you want to have in future you can just buy the domain now and maybe start blogging. It could be a business that you want to start in future. It doesn't really matter the kind of industry that you want to head to. It could be, for example, construction. Let's say you want to get started in construction, but uh, you are right now still studying. And you're someone who is really interested in uh, digital marketing, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Is that you can buy your own domain from either Google Domain, GoDaddy, um, etc. There are very many places you can buy your own domain. Buy your own domain and just simply start by creating content for that um, for that website. Blog articles. Start by writing blog articles. You can do uh, start your own podcast, like the TMP. You start your own podcast, and since you are not an expert, because you're still learning. You're still going through that learning curve to um, start this business that you want to start in future. In a podcasting scenario, you can invite guests onto your podcast, an expert. And this is something that I learned from Pat Flynn. Invite guests onto your podcast and become an expert curator. So you're not uh, going out as an expert but rather inviting other people or experts in your industry and connecting the link to your audience who are people who want to learn to now the experts. And in the same process, you're learning, or not only are you learning, but also networking with the, with the audience or the community you're building together with the guests that you bring on board. So that's really my opinion when it comes to uh, starting your own website. And so that you start creating content for that and start ranking uh, for keywords that are relevant in your industry. And once you get even the connections, once you get the connections that you need from relevant people in the industry, most probably, yes, SEO will still matter to you, but as long as you have like your audience or like people who know about you and the connection and your network, it won't really matter so much. 
think about it, for example, as an influencer, if you're an influencer on social media and you you get like uh, on Instagram, you're posting a story and you you get like 50,000 people viewing your story every single day. And your website is getting like uh, 4,000 visits every single day. It won't necessarily matter to you unless maybe the audience that is on your social platform is different from the one that is heading to your website or whatever it is you're doing from your website. Otherwise, if these two are the same, it won't really matter a lot because you're still getting to do business or you're still getting that traction that you're working for because SEO is all about getting traffic. And that's why you want to rank on page one. You don't want to rank on page one so that um, you can show people that you're on page one. Rather, you want eyeballs uh, locked onto your content, generating traffic, gaining that exposure. And that's leading to conversion in one way or the other. Pretty much that's it for this episode today. If you have any questions, uh, make sure to reach out to me, I guess, in that safe group dot net and also on social media at Kiam Augustine. All the links will be down in the description box below. But until then, see you guys on the next podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in to the marketing podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe. Until next time, class dismissed.